Well, hello everyone, and welcome to Breakout, episode number 108. That's a lost number. And unbreaks. Uh, for Wednesday, September... Oh, shit, I got the wrong month. October 25th, 2023. <laughs> hello, my name is Marty Sliva, and I'm Joe, in you want to and Nick Landra. Hi, everyone, welcome. Uh, What's up, y'all? Sorry if the Amnesia stream had you confused for some reason... OBS just wanted to go live on that one and not this one. A little psychological horror on your on your part, isn't it? Yeah. It is the month for spooks. So it is it is one of the scary it's probably like a top four scary month. Uh welcome everyone to uh Breakout. We have an excellent show for you today. As you can see in the title, uh we're gonna uh be talking about a couple of the biggest games of the year that just came out. We played a bunch of Marvel Spider Man two, a bunch of Mario Wonder, uh and spoilers. They're both very enjoyable. Um and uh, so we're gonna talk about that. Uh, we've been playing other games. Casey, you reviewed uh, Ghost Runner 2, which is apparently a good-ass sequel. Hell yeah. Um, which is which is cool to hear. Uh, a couple news stories. Uh, Xbox had a, a partner showcase earlier today with uh, some new looks at th- uh, some <coughs> really cool upcoming games. We got an update on Star Citizen's uh, Squadron 42 campaign. And Nick, as the world's number one uh, Star Citizen believer, I want to get your take on it. <laughs> uh, and then... Uh, and then... Oh, that's it. I was going to say, and then there's more stuff, but no, that's it. Uh, and before we get started, just uh, a few housekeeping things. Uh, as as you guys know, for the month, uh, we have been uh, collecting your super chats and your donos, all going towards Adventures Nice Season 4, being filmed on location next year. Uh, very exciting. We're already almost a third the way to our goal. Thank you guys cool. so much for those donations. That's going to be open the rest of the year. And then uh, the other big housekeeping thing is you may have heard uh, 3MRs are moving to their own dedicated YouTube channel. Um, we're not we're not changing the kinds of games we cover. It's going to be the same folks you always know. We're moving it over there, sort of as an experiment uh, uh, to see if we can build that channel organically for people who just want three MRs. Uh, and so, subscribe to it. I'm putting the link in here. Uh, the first ones will start going out next week, this week. Technically October 31st because an embargo drops that day, but the channel like officially launches on November 1st. The scariest day of them all. Uh, so thank you guys uh, so much for that. Um, that's it. I did it. I did all. I said all the things. Cool. I need Podcast to say. How are you guys? Congratulations. <laughs> Thanks. Well Thanks. I did it. I went top to bottom. Uh, how are you guys doing? I just woke up from a good. nap 15 minutes ago. Do you have any cool dreams? Uh, just the sound of my phone constantly buzzing with the emails. Was that in your dream or was that reality? That was a nightmare. It's like it probably all. both, is your, honestly. Is your phone actually bone dry? <laughs> no. No. <laughs> is that is a when a phone gets a lot of messages? Is it wet? Yeah, it's a real, uh, real thirsty ass phone. You, you know, I'm just I'm not gonna comment on that one. <laughs> uh, Tyrell said Nick is too loud or Marty is too low. Uh, little column A, little column B. Does that mean Casey is just right? <laughs> yeah, it sounds like you are what we want to hit. Um, I had a dream. I had a dream a couple nights ago that like this, a big woman was trying to get into my house. It was very scary. I had to like like prevent a home invasion, and it was like Ugh, I got the front door locked. I'm like fuck, I got a side door, and then I had like Jello Jello feet. You guys ever get Jello feet in dreams? Jello feet? Uh, no, no. Or it's like, hard to run. You yeah, know? no, I know, I know exactly what you mean. But yeah, Jello. Feet. No, I'll, it's not that my feet get like unusable. It's that the surface I'm on is bad. Like once I was on a cloud oh. and it was hard to run on a cloud. Okay, so that's like more like jello, jello surface, jello floor. <laughs> um, but then before I could see what happened at the end of it, I uh, um, I woke up because the, the podcast I listened to at night uh, it got to its outro and its outro is just way too loud. You just I mean, you, you just wake up to a podcast. podcast. 
Uh, yeah, sort of has like white noise in the background. Oh, okay. Yeah. Did, did I ever tell you I've, I've fallen asleep like in a literal concert before? Who's who's playing? Uh, I was. It was like the pre-band, the Zach Brown band, and they were like a hard rock band. And I literally like we were in like an auditorium, and I fell asleep mm-hmm. somehow. Yeah. <laughs> Damn, yo, can you imagine you're like on stage, like trying to rock your crowd, <laughs> and you just see sleeping. a dude knock <laughs> yeah. the f out? Yeah. It's got to be demoralizing yeah. as hell. This is before I like was old enough to drink or anything too, so I didn't have an excuse. <laughs> Footage uh, was going around lately, which I think could be fake not fake but like misrepresent uh misrepresentative but of uh an oscar ceremony at some point i'm assuming i don't think it was the year eight mile came out i feel like it was like sometime after but eminem was performing lose yourself at the (laughs) oscars of all places and they cut to like reactions in the crowd of like people really into it and i cut to martin scorsese and it looked like he was (laughs) he's just dead but i think it was one of those like i'm gonna rest like not a sleepy but like let me just like close my eyes maybe he was just really vibing maybe he was he was way into it Mm -hmm. martin scorsese famously loves uh that rap battle scene at the end of eight mile (laughs) he does he He references it all the time that's how he refuses to watch uh, any MCU movie because all he thinks about is Clarence. <laughs> yeah, I used, to, um, I used to have to have like some noise around me yeah. to fall asleep, yeah, but that was mostly just when I was depressed. <laughs> so now that I'm like, <laughs> I've got like my anti-anxiety meds and everything, like I just need like pure darkness to sleep. <laughs> oh, that sounds cool. kind of worse to me. Oh, it's great. I just, <laughs> I just hear nothing besides my dog snoring. Makes you crave darkness. <laughs> <laughs> well, just like just I just like it quiet now. <laughs> Used to drown out the bad thoughts with this, that '70s show. <laughs> what? <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know what that means. Yeah, and I refuse to probe any further. You know what? <laughs> The rest of those guys, maybe they can all go to hell. Topher Grace, he's great in my book. Hmm. Topher Grace can't do anything wrong. <laughs> Topher Grace is great. Yeah. What did Laura Prepon do ever do to you? <laughs> oh, I don't know. She's probably got some weird shit going on. Well, to- Topher Grace became oh. Venom. He did become Venom. Yeah. I, what a, I what a, what a, mis- what a miscasting. Oh, really? No, I don't I feel like he was literally just evil Peter, Peter. Parker. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. like yeah. They, they made him just like the polar opposite of Peter Parker. Like, I like I like that yeah. dichotomy. Hmm. Uh, As opposed to like a, I'm a jockey dude, like he always is. Like no, he's another nerd, but just he's using his powers for bad. Tom Hardy, buff journalist, <laughs> yeah. ape style. Yeah, buff. he's he's too buff. To be. Tom Hardy <laughs> needs the beer belly to be a journalist. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Timbo, before we get started, we've been remember for 34 months. Thank you so much, Timbo. First time actually catching the beginning of the episode. What are y'all playing right now? And Nick, how about them wings? Trust in the Yeiser plan. Uh, I am very angry that they lost to the Seattle Kraken last night because it was bullshit. It was completely the ref's fault. We had like we oh, we should have yeah we should have won that game. We had a scoring play and literally so in hockey you cannot throw your stick to stop a play. And the stupid Seattle Kraken player like dove and threw his stick and stopped a pass that was going to be a goal. And the ref is looking right at it. And I love like Red Wings commentators. Cause they don't hold back. Mickey Redmond, he's like in his eighties. He doesn't give a shit. He like circles the ref on the screen. He's like, "What the fuck are you looking at?" <laughs> I'm like, "Yes." <laughs> Red wing commentators named Redman. Mickey Redmond, yeah, he used to be an NHL player too. That's funny. Yeah, is he related to Redman, the, the hip hop artist? No, Redmond. Oh, my mistake. I mean, he's close enough. They might be distant, uh, <laughs> distant cousins or something. Yeah. 
Um, I'm still mad about. And it. as uh, Timbo, in, in terms of what we're playing, we're gonna we're gonna talk about that at the end of the episode. But the, I think the I think the biggies are, are Spider Man, uh, Mario, and uh, G Runner, as as kids are calling it these days. And Lords Anyone of the Fall. Anyone calling it G Runner? No. I don't, I don't hang out with kids, so I don't, I don't even know, to be honest. <laughs> I uh, a couple, a couple newsies before we get into the big games. Uh, this Xbox Partner Showcase earlier today, um, it was about 25 minutes. Uh, and let me tell you, just as a thing, it was wonderful. It was, there was zero, you didn't see a single human being. Uh, it was just trailer, trailer, trailer. And every once in a while, they would put up a little splash screen that was like, here are the names and publishers and platforms of the previous couple of games we talked about. And I was up there for a few seconds, and then it went to the next game. And I was like, this is great. Yeah, it was great. Yeah. yeah. It was that, that great. That format is great. Yeah, and then it was like, it had little lower thirds that was like, for developer interviews and more, check out Xbox Wire for, mm-hmm. for more in-depth look at this. So just as that thing, I thought it was great. I think, like, you know, Nintendo Directs are kind of like that, too. They kind of set the mold for, like, Come mm-hmm. through the bullshit, just show you the games. Um, so just as a thing, I thought this was neat. Uh, no big first-party games, uh, however a handful of uh, pretty anticipated third-party games, uh, big and small. Uh, the three standouts to me were uh, the first in-engine footage of Metal Gear Solid Delta, the Snake Eater mm-hmm. remake. Uh, the new horror game Still Wakes the Deep mm-hmm. from the Chinese Room and Sumo Digital, which looks very scary. And uh, Like a Dragon 8, uh, which is the new Yakuza game coming out next year, which has this whole entire like Animal Crossing mode, which is just, what yeah, that, this is insane. That confused me quite game. a bit. Yeah, I thought it was they were announcing an entirely separate new kind of just one-off thing, but like, nope, nope that's just part of the next <laughs> Yakuza like, game. That's just a mini game that just looks like straight up Animal Crossing. It's like, <laughs> harvest a bunch of stuff, build your town, build your house. Like it looks incredible. Good wow. stuff. Um, yeah. What did you guys? What did you guys think of the uh, of the of the showcase? Were there any any standouts in your mind? I'm uh, super excited to see Manor Lords coming to PC Game Pass. I've been following that game for for years now. That was mm-hmm. the one that we did that story that like blew up on the uh, cloth physics, <laughs> the cape physics a while back. Oh yeah. That, but, yeah, oh yeah. I remember that. That's why mm-hmm. that sounded familiar. Yeah, but uh, yeah, like that game's been made by like one guy. It looks really good. For, Jesus, really? And, yeah. I think he's got, he probably has a small team behind him now because he got a publisher, but um, when he was make like, a, most of the game was done by just him. That's impressive. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm excited for that one. And then uh, the finals, I'm excited to see that. Uh, beta, open beta starts for it tomorrow, so anybody can play it. And it's cross-play, cross-PC, Xbox, and PlayStation. I've yeah, liked, yeah. I've liked both um sessions yeah, well, i want to play that i want to play that because i like the idea of bringing levolution back it's, it's very competitive <laughs> good luck <laughs> um, you think i'm not a good gamer mario wonder I've, 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 the easiest mario game ever <laughs> i've seen you play halo <laughs> like so th- this strays but this beta is cross-platform as in pc and console will play against each other yeah all right. Yeah, that could be it can be kind of iffy. Um, but anyways, like yeah, I, I like the the two betas they did before, or the two alphas. <laughs> um, so I'm really curious to see. Like it's been a while now, so I'm curious to see how much feedback they actually incorporated. Looks like from the trailer, they already solved a lot of issues. So excited about that. And then uh, yeah, I guess Metal Gear Solid Three remake looks okay. Did what? Why did you say it looks okay? It looks <laughs> incredible. Whether it should exist is a is a different yeah that's that's the second i thought it looks really good there's there's 
crocodiles and mud. Somebody somebody reshared uh, the Kojima snub from Konami about not letting him go pick up the Game Awards. I was like, mm, you know, this, I don't know about oh, this yeah. one. I don't know if I like this one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Weird week for Konami and then releasing uh, the Metal Gear Solid collection in a lot of yeah. yeah. part. Yeah. 720p. I'm going to have a hot take on later. I'm going to have a hot take on later. I'll give my hot take right now. That you like Playing on handheld mode on Switch, it's fucking fine. It's just <laughs> It's just fine. Why do you want to play a game from fucking 1998 in, in 4K resolution? Just play it as it was back then and just fucking deal with it, everybody. No. Aren't they charging like, like 60 bucks for it, though? How much you have to You have to agree to a long-ass EULA every game you Oh, no. I wanted to try out every game, and at the start of every game, I had to scroll down and agree to a EULA. How much and then that? I went to the bonus. I went to the bonus features, and they're like, "We got all the the digital graphic novels as well as a bunch of uh, like art books and shit." I'm like, "Okay, this is cool." <laughs> every <laughs> one you have to download separately, and you know how things download separately on the Switch? A different instance of sending you to the fucking DMV of the Switch online <laughs> store. <laughs> Like waiting in line at the eShop for those for those orange lines yeah, that that's terrible. download one by one. It was it was a it was is, a genuinely terrible experience. Is that exclusive to the Switch version? Because that's a great the Switch question. like puts like a, a limit on like what the file size can be for like the base game. I'm, I'm assuming you wouldn't have to deal with that on like a con on another console, right? Like you just it just downloads everything and you just have it mm -hmm. in one go. Maybe yeah, I, I would hope so. Because um, <laughs> that's that's real dumb. <laughs> All that aside, once I tried out the games, they look great. They look great. I'm, I'm never going to play them on a TV. I just want to take them, take them <laughs> on the road with me. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I don't know. We'll, we'll, we'll see. Between uh, Silent Hill 2 and uh, Metal Gear Solid 3, I feel like next year could be uh, Konami taking a couple, couple on the chin with the games they chose to remake. Even though this year we got some really great remakes that people like, like Dead Space and Resident Evil 4. And, uh, I feel like, I feel like if Bluebeard, Konami doesn't know what they're doing. If Bloober Team fucks up the silent hill 2 remake that's going to just destroy any credibility they have going forward which i think they know that <laughs> so lubes because i mean it's one thing knowing you can't fuck up but it's another thing yeah yeah you. i mean i i you know i've met the people at bloober they're they're really great so i just know people are kind of iffy on a lot of their games <laughs> so yeah yeah um, that's fair <clears throat> uh i i took uh an interest in Alan Wake, actually, because I, I played mm -hmm. the uh, remaster and uh, actually liked it quite a bit. Like I, I knew it was spooky and stuff, but um, and usually I shy away from the games. That game is a lot more action oriented. And like I really like the the weird sort of like. Uh, what's, what do you call it? Like supernatural as story that they were telling. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um, and this, this new one looks kind of like and if they said this before that they're trying to actually make it like a proper survival horror type thing which does not appeal to me but the the little bit they showed of like that kind of uh boss ish encounter uh was actually pretty cool looking uh it does remind me a lot of resident evil which is also not my bag so that that also kind of worries me but i don't know like the the alan wake coding over the top of it is actually making me a lot more interested in that than i feel like i normally would be so that actually looks really good to me um that comes out that, that comes out friday Oh damn, that is soon. <laughs> Got to be dropping like tomorrow, probably. Yeah, they drop no? tomorrow. Jeez. Ooh. Yeah, I can't can't say anything because I'm playing it. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I will say that's that still wakes the deep game. Like, mm. uh, I, I thought that was a really bad trailer. Like, I, and again, I'm not a horror guy, but like that game, like that cinematic showed you literally nothing. Like you're in yeah. pipes, you're like crawling on stuff. Like I, that is not fun to look at. 
Like there's this like yelling in the background, but they don't show a monster or any like it's it's Good. nothing. Nothing Good. happened in this trailer. Stop don't, showing stop showing monsters. Game, unless I can see what's yelling. Stop showing your <laughs> monsters in your trailers. <laughs> well, sure, that's fine, but like, no like have something interesting happen, not just this sort of ambiance. And like, I don't know enough about what's even going on to be scared by that as like an observer. Like, that's that's a really odd choice to me. So I empathize with the character. Don't do that anymore. I would not want to be here because these platforms look rickety, and then there's scary noises, and there's a bunch <laughs> of ladders. And like, I don't. What's the longest ladder you've ever climbed? Uh, How many rungs? This. Probably one in Dark Souls three. I think isn't there? No, no, no. In real life. Oh, real life. I don't climb ladders. <laughs> real life ladder. No. I've I've been on long, my I've been on my roof before, so that might be it. The longest run KC has climbed in games is Metal Gear Solid three. <laughs> 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 I was there for that. It was a very long. Yeah. Um, I think I, I, yeah. How I've climbed. Have I've you climbed really climbed to the top of a water tower or anything? Oh jeez. Uh, no. Yeah. I'm not doing that dumb shit. Yeah. <laughs> but I've been I've been on my house's roof, which my roof was pretty steep, so like it was very scary. Yeah. Did you fall? No, I did fall. Thank goodness. I'm glad. I'm glad. I'm glad. You be careful. But though I probably would have, I, I can, I can land safely. I think from my roof site because I've jumped off a roof before. Yeah, but we're getting old. Like, you well, yeah. Now it would definitely yeah. be murder on the knees. Yeah. <laughs> could you imagine? Could you imagine? It's gonna do the Sekiro uh, jump. Uh, yeah, just Sekiro jump. Everything will be fine. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that was a. It was a. It was just a cool little showcase. Um, no, like, far as I could tell, no, like exclusive exclusives there was a couple games that seemed to be launching first on uh on xbox and pc there was that thunderful game uh ikaro will not die which is oh yeah a for a game and a little almost yeah i like forgot like about that rush. but that does look cool it's, yeah. it's like a, it looks actually a lot like hi-fi rush but also it seems to be like kind of a, a like a speed runny platformer thing in the vein yeah. of like ghost runner even like it reminded yeah, me a lot yeah. of just what you do in ghost runner but from a third person perspective I saw so like that, that might actually be really cool. Successor to Velocity, and I was like, I don't know what that is. Yeah, what is what is Velocity? <laughs> I feel like there's been a bunch of games named Velocity, and I've always thought of them as like like break, little breakout games. I thought there was a game named Velocity that was like Brick Breaker, but I, that doesn't feel like that was a spiritual successor to that. Uh, but yeah, cool, <clears throat> cool showcase. Um, and who knows, that might be the last one uh, we get until the Game Awards in uh, what month and a half, six weeks. Mm-hmm. There you go, coming up soon. You know, you uh, and I'm excited about. What's that? We're just we're finally getting what feels like real next gen games <laughs> mm. Mm. between Lords of the Fallen and you know I can say I'm playing Ellen Wake too, which is very much next gen feeling. That sounds like a bargo bust. Yeah, that sounds like an absolute bargo bust. And then uh, Cyberpunk Spider? RT Spider-Man. Overdrive. <laughs> Spider Man. Spider Man was Spider Man was. Well, let's talk about Spider Man. Spider Man. Very good. I love it. Huh. Doesn't really feel like a next gen game to me, but. <laughs> what's the next gen what do you mean what's a next gen game i don't know <laughs> i don't really know i wasn't that wasn't gotcha journalism yeah. I was just like, what does it mean you just said it you're like well like what does it mean to you like you uh, said, like stuff is starting to feel like it but like is there is that a, a way to put thing? that into words that yeah gameplay thing yeah um i think right now just visually like the density of environments so like spider-man felt next gen in that way um like when you're swinging through the cities and like you look back at the old game and everything, like just the density of the cars and the crowds and everything, like there's so much going on all the time in that city. Uh, so like it's a lot of like little things that add up to make it feel next gen. Um, but I definitely like the thing that surprised me the most is like I was able to play Spider-Man 2 on quality mode, which is really supposed to be locked to 30 frames. But then okay. if you have the TV that supports it like I do, um, you can turn on 
VRR and then it bumps it up to 40 frames and then it, it was smooth as butter playing at like the highest settings possible for that game. Um, Wait, so your TV was able to bump it up? Yeah, so if you have like VRR at like, I don't know, I don't know the tech behind it, but it just bumps up the frame rate basically. <laughs> so, pretend, uh, pretend like, uh, in case it doesn't know what VRR is. Well, I definitely know what VRR is. I know all those, all three of those letters. Yeah. What's, what's VRR? Uh, what's, what's var- variable ref- refresh. <laughs> Ooh, wait, I bet it's right. I bet the second Ragu. Right. <laughs> I would not have gotten it without using variable refresh. Variable refresh okay, rate. It has to do with refresh rates. Gotcha, yeah, yeah. Gotcha. Um, I did not. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to spoil it. I actually didn't know what was going on there. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah, I mean, I guess, like, in that respect, there's nothing um, mechanically in terms of, like, literally what I'm doing with the character mm-hmm. in Spider-Man 2 that feels a generation shift from Spider-Man 1. And Spider-Man 1 is a weird example because that was very late in the last generation. Mm-hmm. And Miles Morales was a... Um, sort of like a half yeah like a half yeah. step into the it, next one it launched with the ps5 but then was also on ps4 i believe mm-hmm. and this is full ps5 um so feels like we've gradually gotten here uh yeah i'm i'm just constantly impressed by spider-man yeah uh, uh not i mean in terms of visuals yeah but just in terms of like when i talk about open world fatigue this is um this is how to do a more traditional open world right in my opinion this isn't an open world with a sense of discovery in the way that like an elden ring or a tears of the kingdom mm-hmm. are mm-hmm. Uh, however it is like an open world in the classic sense in the classic ubisoft sense in the classic <laughs> like it's sense. it's a playground you know what, for you know what game like it your reminded abilities me of and your character yeah the game yeah. that reminds me of the most is crackdown um yeah constantly honestly, like you're constantly you collecting stuff a lot and, of your abilities yeah, yeah it gives you a reason to move through the world it gives you a reason not to fast travel like i didn't use you know they they what made such a big deal about the loading from fast travel is like i never used it not once i've literally never fast traveled yeah because you have I'm to like, you have to like complete hard. enough objectives to even unlock fast travel in each location and there's also always something even if you have to go all the way across the east river yeah there's always to, something like, in your way to do go to Brooklyn there's always something you're gonna find not even just like the the random crimes that happen but you'll find like a, a prowler stash you'll find uh, uh one of those little spider bugs to catch um and uh I really like the, the side quests are, they don't it feels like they dialed back on just like the amount of shit to do from mm-hmm. the first game because there was like all those backpacks to find and then there was mm-hmm. all these like there was just a bunch of different stuff whereas in this it feels like it's pared it down but the stuff that is there um is interesting and meaningful not only in the way that uh, everything you do feeds towards the progression system and it's progression i like because unlocking new abilities unlocking new suits unlocking new gadgets um those all feel good and those all feed into a i want to like play destiny with my spider-man and like dress up in all the cool costumes that i recognize um and b uh every addition to combat makes every encounter more fun and deeper and by the time, like, I'm probably 15, 20 hours in, and now, like, I'm just constantly cycling through, like, all these abilities on cooldown that I have, and then, like, doing finishers and using my gadgets, and then doing special moves to get my gadgets back, and um, the combat loop is just really fun now. Yeah, uh, well, that's I'm just that's really the one thing that, like, I think impressed me the most with um, gameplay-wise for Spider-Man is, like, the, the combat, like, just, con- like... Uh, consistently looks good is and is fun and i never felt like 
completely overwhelmed by anything. Like just the amount of stuff going on that they managed to make, mm-hmm. like fluid, it's yeah. kind of insane to me. Yeah, like, th- yeah, I think I think it's like I mean we sh- we should be writing some articles on just how good the design of that combat system is because it's never. It, it, I don't know. It's just there's so much going on, but you never lose track of Spider-Man, and it is. I think it is the most fluid, like action hero combat system I've ever played. Hmm. Yeah, and it does. Uh, like a lot of the game, you you'll be fighting alongside a second character, like uh, Miles or some other characters, mm-hmm. or Peter, depending on which one you are. Uh, and it integrates that second character really well, just like the computer controlling them, whether it's them doing their own thing or like tandem moves that kind of just occur if you do something close enough to them. Uh, it's yeah, it's 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 just it's just really good. It's really good. The writing's really good, and like the yeah. side stories are really good. And there's like these really great emotional side stories too. And like it's just I don't know, it's just really good. Insomniac makes really good games, and this is another really good one. Mm-hmm. I will say, like as somebody that's very very critical of Marvel, you can definitely tell when like people are like just given the creative freedom to tell a good Marvel story. <laughs> like yeah, and some, I mean, when like, they're not beholden to. The, the multiverse the, and all this bullshit yeah like man yeah. like because yeah like i i'm at i'm at, i was absolutely invested in the entire story in this game i couldn't put it down and like yeah it's because like, it didn't feel a notes. need to like tie in the guardians of the galaxy game and tie into the upcoming black panther game or anything like mm-hmm. it's just able to be its own thing yep that's yeah. what I, I much prefer all the marvel games over any of the tv shows or movies right now Loki's back yeah, I, I feel like I have no, no inter- I have Loki. no interest in watching. Loki episode it. one was so good, and then Loki episode two was not that good. And then episode <laughs> three was kind of in the middle, so I don't know if we're actually back or not on Loki. <laughs> Loki episode one, we were absolutely back. I'm not. I'm not sure anymore. Um, the Fair. funny thing too is I also downloaded uh, because it was free on. I mean, I had it on Xbox. I'm not going to be honest. I'm not sure why I downloaded it on PlayStation, <laughs> but it was free on PlayStation Plus. Uh, Gar- uh, Gotham Knights. And I'm like, I should have played you before Spider-Man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you made a I big have, boost. <laughs> I have, like, negative desire to play Gotham Knights. Whereas, like, a month ago, I think I definitely would have fucked around in Gotham Knights. Um, I might have to wait a while until I just forget the, this. There's, there's literally, like, five story missions in Gotham Knights. That's it. <laughs> yeah, that, that hit Game Pass, too. And I also was tempted to jump in and check it out. I am. But I, but I forgot. So thank you for reminding God. me. That, I, yeah, like that's, I was thinking about that when I was playing Spider-Man. I was like, man, like I just want another good game like this. And Rocksteady's making a goddamn games as a service baloney with Suicide Squad. Like, no. Because <laughs> like, I, I, that, that new Suicide Squad looked a lot like spider-man <laughs> like with the way that yeah but, not, but the, the story but the story and like the missions and story design and everything like eh. um i don't know it was it's kind of funny because like my my friend um has never played the batman arkham games i'm like man dude after you finish spider-man you gotta play the this this trilogy you'll love it he's like oh i don't know it's like i'm the, like these set the bar for superhero games before spider-man like go play them <laughs> yeah that is what spider-man is doing is arkham combat mm-hmm do you think Arkham Asylum? I love Arkham Asylum, and yeah. if I went back, I would enjoy it. Do you think it would hold up to someone who had not played it and who was going back now, coming uh, off a of Spider-Man Two? No, it, it. I've, I've. Arkham Asylum is the only one that I like. Can't go back to and replay because it just. I don't. I feel like it doesn't hold up as much. <laughs> oh wow! I always like. I mean, yeah, I, I haven't gone it. back. Oh, I love. I love it. I, I feel it's just, like. I feel like it would hold up because it's, it's such a self-contained thing. I, I like, still like no, I game, still like, yeah, I still love the game. I just like the 
like Arkham City was such a huge step up over it. It's kind of hard to go back to like the linearity of Arkham Asylum for me. But that's the thing, like Arkham. That's why I feel like Arkham Asylum is more accessible because like that feels kind of like uh, like a classic like yeah. Metroidvania or like 2D action adventure game, though it's a whole 3D experience. Like that's easier. It kind of holds your hand through the adventure, which I think, especially people who aren't that big into video games, appreciate more than like the overwhelmingness of like a big ass open world that you can pick and choose your own direction. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's mostly play, it's mostly if, just the mission like design. Spider-Man, they would probably play in like Arkham City, I think. Yeah, it's, yeah, because that, mm. that's that's what I've already asked. Like, I, like Arkham Asylum is still a great game. I still think it holds up. I just think mission design wise, like that doesn't offer the freedom that City and and Night do. I really like Night. I feel like people gave that game. I I love Night too. <laughs> we're getting we're getting close to the critical reappraisal. Suicide Squad's gonna come out. And everyone's gonna be like, "You didn't realize how good we had it." <laughs> yeah, well, you didn't realize how good we had it. But I am I am excited. I, I really I really hope at the Game Awards we get to see what Monolith is doing with the Wonder Woman game. Yeah, because that was two years ago. They showed yeah. that trailer and then yeah. nothing else. The teaser. And then um, I'm also really curious about the Amy Henning game too, the Black Panther Captain America game. Plus, the EA Motive Black, Black Panther, Panther game. game. Yeah. No, no, the EA Motive one is uh, Iron Man. Oh, the Black Iron Panther Man. One is that new studio. EA studio yeah. in Seattle. It's weird that there's a Black Panther and a Black Panther and a, a Black Panther game <laughs> and a Captain America <laughs> slap. Yeah. yeah. That is weird. It seems like they're doing very different things. The Black Panther game seems like it's going to be a Wakanda thing, whereas the Captain America Black Panther thing seems like it's going to be like liberating France from the Nazis, which is cool. Yeah. Or Hydra. I'm, I'm all about that. They're pretty much Nazis. Um, super Nazis, I hear. Super, super Nazis. <laughs> People ask me about That was a game that did not pass Nintendo certification. <laughs> they did not put the Nintendo seal of quality on Super Nazi 64. Um, yeah, it's good. It's just added to the pile of, man, 20... 23 made some very good video games um, yeah I'm, I'm, it's kind of funny for me because like i i was definitely like i planned to play i had planned to play spider-man like i was interested in it i just wasn't like super excited for it and then as soon as i got got back into that world and like insomniac controls and gameplay i was like okay okay i'm back <laughs> i kind of feel that way about the original spider-man it is a game i like devoured the weekend it came out miles morales the same thing devoured at launch on the ps5 and they're not games I think about all the time in the same way I think about, if we're just talking about like Sony first party games, uh, The Last of Us and The Last of Us 2 or God of War or even Ghost of Tsushima. Um, I always, when I talk about the show The Boys or like Umbrella Academy, it's always the same way for me. They're shows that when they're on, I love. And I'm like, this is like <laughs> peak. And then as soon as they're done, I'm like, okay, I could just like archive that memory. Yeah, it's it's like, out in like a year and a half. It is true pop media yeah right yeah, like it's, yeah like it's like a it's like a real shitty pop song but it's shitty in the way that it's like oh this is the number one hit it's gonna win an award this year but then no one will remember it like years and years from now maybe <laughs> yeah but like that doesn't that doesn't take away from like the fact that this is well constructed in doing exactly what it aimed to do which is like be a mega triple a experience Mm-hmm. And like it's just a, it's just a good one of those, but like yeah, yeah I, I had no excitement for it either. I'm going to play it at some point, but like it was kind of a known entity that this is gonna fulfill whatever you wanted it to. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I don't know. That makes it a little less exciting, I guess. The uh, yeah, the story allowed is like really like it's a really good story. Like I really mm-hmm. really enjoyed it, it. and yeah. I like you know because it's not tied to the movies. Like there's stakes, there's there's emotional beats, like things things are. Like, 
Yeah. Yeah, like the first game, like are we allowed to spoil Spider-Man 1? Probably shouldn't just cuz maybe first people game? maybe people yeah. haven't played it yet. Uh, like Spider-Man 1 is not precious with um main characters surviving. Like mm. it it offs main characters in a way that like modern superhero movies feel like they are toothless in that regard. Whereas the game like takes away main characters and they're like this is done. and this game does the same thing and it's um I don't know, it's impressive. I'm just glad Disney is seemingly Disney and Marvel are giving Insomniac the leeway to, to tell the stories they want, which also makes me excited for Wolverine. Wolverine yeah, <laughs> I'm so excited yeah. for that. Uh, Nick, I will say, uh, the one game that, and this might surprise people if you haven't played Spider-Man 2, but like the one game that this game really reminded, reminded me of and like scale and just like excitement throughout was God of War 3. Interesting. Oh, definitely the opening. Room. Yeah. yeah, I mean, other other moments too reminded me of it. Just yeah. the scale of what's going on and stuff, and like the 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 because obviously you've seen the trailers. Like you know, you get the the Venom suit and everything like that. So just the the he gets so angry. He gets so angry. Yeah, the power, like the the, the 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 feeling of like power that you got from like God of War three <laughs> is like in this game in that way, and I love that. I want to talk about stuff, but I don't want to. I don't want yeah, to. No I'm not gonna spoil we'll, we'll, yeah, talk, yeah, we'll talk more about it later. I'm not going to spoil I just feel like if a scary thing glommed on to me, I wouldn't be like, fuck yeah, powers. I'd be like, get <laughs> yeah. it off me. Yeah. <laughs> That's because you don't know how it feels. It was like drugs, I bet. Yeah. Constant steroids. get this off me. You should kill it. I don't know what it is, but you need to kill this thing. Um, but. That's why I'm not Spider-Man. So, and I'll never be Spider-Man because buildings in Madison can only yeah, be I mean, stories tall. Can you really can you can you really be scared of an alien attaching to you when you've already got bit by a spider and then you're suddenly super powerful? Like yeah. I think you've seen it all at that point. Yeah, <laughs> like, but it's oh, like it's like an alien. Known quantity. <laughs> it, wait, what is it? <laughs> no, get, like at that point your spider powers are a known quantity. Oh. Like this alien thing is literally like what do we what is this thing? Oh. But it's just making what? your spider powers like more cool. Uh, super spider powers. <laughs> yeah, so it's like, you know what? F it. One thing uh, it also does well is it feels like, because this takes place a few years after Miles Morales? A year or two after Miles Morales, the game? Maybe. Mm-hmm. But whatever. It feels like it is pulling a volume out of a story. Like, like Peter and Miles like fought a bunch of dudes in between these games that like aren't... Uh, that they didn't have in the games. And so, like, there's references to them. When you meet a character, every character you meet is an introduction. They're like, fuck, you're attacking again? Like, it's it's it feels like the comics in that way, where it doesn't feel mm-hmm. like we need to, all right, we need to give every character their origin story. Mm-hmm. And this is why the lizard cool. became a lizard. Yeah, it's, a, it's, a, a, it's lizard. a direct sequel. I don't give a shit how he became a lizard. Just put him yeah. in the sewers and make, let me fight him. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a direct sequel, and then it ties back to a lot of the things that happened in the first game. Mm-hmm. Well, while yeah. while not being like so contained to it that it can't tell its own story, mm-hmm. yeah, <clears throat> Star Wars. Oh, that, it's weird. That cough sounded like Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> nah. You did like you did like a little cough right there, and it just sounded exactly like Star Wars. <clears throat> no, <laughs> um, you liar! You absolute liar! Uh, Nick, in terms of uh, games that are next gen, do you think Star Citizen is going to be next gen? <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm a uh, so yeah. Obviously, uh, they re-revealed Squadron Forty Two at CitizenCon, so they didn't didn't come out of nowhere. Um, and CitizenCon, 
Yeah, the last time. Uh, that sounds like that a just crime. Vo- I'm sorry. Isn't that just voting? <laughs> <laughs> um, so they said they said the last time they talked about Squadron 42, they said we're, we are not going to talk about it until like we know we have a release date internally and like we're ready to we're ready to show it. And so uh-huh. obviously we got the new trailer for Squadron 42 and like they showed it was 25 minutes. It was in depth. It reminded me of like a lot of like the Starfield presentation. Yeah. Um, and while you might look at that trailer and like, of course, I'm I'm as skeptical as anybody of Star Citizen, aside from the fact that I have friends that are playing it and are enjoying it for w- what's in there right now. Um, these might are, be a false flag operation. <laughs> yeah. mm. Well, these are these are two. Like you have to remember, these are two separate things. So Squadron Forty Two is its own game. It's not tied to Star Citizen. Star mm-hmm. Citizen. Doesn't that make alone. it worse then? No, they, no. Finish an entirely different game on the side of this other big ass thing that they've been working on. No, forever. because the, the the idea for them is that like they're basically getting all the tech and the stuff done in Squadron Forty Two, and that the learning from there they're applying to Star, Star Citizen. So they're, they're basically building all the systems in a contained environment for Squadron and then moving stuff over um, for like their gameplay systems and ships and all that kind of stuff. So um, is that is, is there a precedent for that? Like, can you think of another? Is that like Ground Zeroes? Ground Zeroes to Phantom Pain? Kind of, maybe. Well, that was like cut out of the main thing, though, right? Like it. Like, still a, it was that was still these, a test of the engine and like a real environment too. So is is Squadron Forty Two the same game as what Star Citizen will be? Like, no, no I just I just said that it's a single player story driven or like game, and then Star Citizen is the giant MMO that they they've been building but, towards. But it'll be like the same like mechanics, yeah, and whatnot, yeah. like do the same stuff. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. So like it's almost like the Destiny Two. If the Destiny Two campaign were a separate. Thing. Yeah, pretty uh-huh. much. All, all the other Destiny bullshit mm-hmm. was the real game. Um, so sorry, anyway, I Destiny. <laughs> so, but yeah, like uh, I've become less skeptical about it because uh, in my just because I've been following Star Citizen a little bit more closely lately because I've been interested in it. Um, I a lot of, a lot of developers are in my feed from that studio, and they were, I mean, they were super hyped in my feed to reveal this thing and like are talking about the tech and pretty in depth. And um, the Star Citizen channel actually ended up uploading probably a lot of other stuff that we didn't see um, that you guys probably didn't see. But like, there's a lot of videos about the tech and everything like that. So I don't know. It, it looks it, it to me, it looks like a real game for the first time. And, uh, you know, the amount of money and the amount of time they spent on this thing, like my friend that's playing the alpha versions and all that. And like, you can clearly see the alpha versions are, are coming along and stuff um, from when he, from what even he's played. So yeah, I'm definitely going to jump into the alpha uh, probably the next couple of weeks and start really digging into the systems and all that. But uh, yeah, that, that, game, that game went up way higher on my, I'm, I'm excited about this. I really want to see them finish it. Cause I love when developers like, you know, push the medium forward if they can. All right. You only got about like, Eight nine years left. <laughs> no, I mean they're, they're, it's already been in development ten years. <laughs> but but a lot of those years though have just been developing the tech. Like they're they are building an entire engine from scratch for this thing, and then apparently like, is James Cameron involved in this project. <laughs> no, because this just sounds like his mo. I yeah. mean, if we want to talk about it, it has the biggest Hollywood cast of any game ever, mm-hmm. in my opinion. Yeah, yeah it's, it's got not, a bunch of close. stars in it. Gary Oldman, Mark Hamill. 
who's TV's TV's Joker, and he's the cockknocker in uh, Jan Sam Bob's <laughs> like that. I don't know if you guys have seen. Mark Strong, who looks like Angry Professor X. John Reese Davies, who played Gimli, son of Gloin in Lord of the Rings. Liam Cunningham, who played uh, Sir Davos in Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. Ben oh, Mendelsohn, yeah. who's the angry man in Rogue One, who's like fucking Vader punks out all the time. Gillian Anderson. Who, let me tell you, after doing my whole X Files thing, I have a lot of feelings about Jillian Anderson. And you should very... watch her in Sex Education. She oh continue, my God. I don't continues. know if I can watch her in a show with that word in it. Oh, <laughs> she continues to Jillian Anderson in Sex oh. Education. I'll just say that uh, And Andy Serkis, who uh, directed Venom 2 Let There Be Carnage. And it was also Smith. That's a really good cast. That's a really good cast. Um, yeah, that's kind of crazy. Yeah, I don't. That's I don't, how much money they have, guys. <laughs> I mean, they keep crowdfunding. So, yeah, they do have that much money. Um, I, I think. Yeah, I, I think, I, I think I most developers. Consoles, you know, if that's they, they not. I mean, they haven't announced anything. At PC first for sure. Switch cloud. Doubt it. <laughs> I don't know. I, first I, for sure. You don't. You don't know if it'll like come. It won't come to like PS Five. The whole thing sounds like a PC wet dream. Honestly, like I don't. It's, I don't imagine that anyone on that team gives a shit about consoles. <laughs> oh, the single player one, Jillian Anderson. <laughs> yeah, I can see Squadron Forty Two coming to consoles, but not till later. I mean, I. I who knows what the tech thing tech is going to be on that game? Because I mean, like people are already pissed off at Alan Wake Two because it requires basically next gen computer tech to play. <laughs> you know, so wait, do you just have? Can we just stream Star Citizen? Like, yeah, I could, just... I could, I could get the alpha and stream it. Yes. We why isn't our next stream series fucking Star Citizen? Stop playing know, Dark Souls. I don't know if I make a Star series Star about it, but I'll def- I'll play it. I'll play it and check it out. Do a stri- okay, by the end of the year, we need to stream Star Citizen. That's yeah. your that's your goal. I don't know <laughs> if I'm allowed to give you a goal, but that's your goal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. People, um, people, I think like people are rightfully cynical of Star Citizen, but you know those people haven't put their money into the game. The people that have, I mean, they're staunchly supporting it and wanting to see it release and. Yeah, because they don't want to feel like they got suckered. <laughs> but they, I mean, so, yeah, a lot of those, a lot of those people only threw 40, 60 bucks at it. You know, ten that's, years ago, that's a full video game. <laughs> oh well, it's a small investment to get the game of your dreams if it happens. But ten years ago, that's like probably like ten bucks more. Now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> inflation. inflation yep, yeah. Yeah. Right. Think about that. Yeah. That, so uh, I don't know. I just you know, for me, like I'm I'm optimistic about it, and like just seeing seeing that the actual like not just Chris Roberts talk about it. But like actual developers on Twitter, hey, not that Chris Roberts isn't an actual developer, but like seeing people that are like in the ground making that thing on Twitter really excited about what they were doing got, got me way more interested. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, like if you're that excited about it, then this, there's something here. And also, like, yeah, they just need to get they need to get some press in there to like see what's going on. <laughs> but I don't yeah. I don't blame them for not wanting to talk to the press. Like, just keep their heads down and do their thing and avoid the drama. Yeah. And uh, Chris Roberts, for people who don't know, uh, has worked on a lot of um, famous space games over there. The Wing Commander series, uh, Freelancer, which uh, you guys should check out. I just put the link in there to the Lost in Time episode from uh, a couple weeks ago. All about Freelancer. Um, so check that game out. But yeah, I would love for this game to be good. Listen, I want, first off, I want every game to be good. And second... <laughs> I want every game that I think is going to be bad to be good. That is like yeah. the good egg in my face. Every, <laughs> every time I'm like, this game is going to be terrible. And I'm like, ooh, I was wrong. Like, yeah, Rocket that's League. a pleasant surprise. I played yeah. a demo of Rocket League at an event. I was like, this is trash. No one's yeah, going to like this. And I was like, ooh, I was wrong. Yeah, my, I was I think very wrong. My my one like big annoyance of the industry is like, we get really cool like tech and stuff. And I get like, I get the cynical side of it because either it doesn't pan out or it doesn't work or people overpromise. Like I, I completely understand all that. 
but it's like as somebody that like really enjoys VR when I do play it, like I want to see more people champion it. And like, I like when developers go for that kind of level of innovation and stuff. So mm-hmm. I don't know, like star citizen to me is like, you know, like, man, like how lucky, how lucky are they that they have this community of people? Maybe they have suckered, maybe they haven't, but how lucky are they that they have a community willing to give them hundreds of millions of dollars to basically make the game of their dreams. And if it happens, great. <laughs> you know. That's, I mean, uh, it is a lot of pressure. It is a lot of pressure because you just don't have to make a good game. You have to make like the good game. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the game that these people gave you a billion dollars to make. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. It'll be interesting. I'm hoping, yeah, like you said, I'm hoping that this means it's uh, soon-ish. I, 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 my, my guess is, I mean, they're in the polish stage of Squadron 42, so they said it's future complete. I would imagine it's a like mid-2025 game far away it's really not it's only a year and a half after the election that's good it's gonna oh be well 10, i mean this next year is gonna be ten thousand years long <laughs> why, why did you why did you bring that up can we just skip 2024 just go to whatever holds up aftermath in 2025 <laughs> just indoor bunkers to play <laughs> that's yeah. my plan yeah mm. 2024 is a gimme year yeah i wish yeah. i wish i wish all the games oh. that came out this year were next year because then we could just avoid all the political discourse and just hunker down and play video games the whole year because I feel like that's all I've done this year. <laughs> I'm just going to go to my island in uh, Like a Dragon Infinite Fortune, or whatever the fuck that game is called, and make my little Animal Crossing. Yeah. Pray to my god and then beat the shit out of men who try to attack my sweet island. Um, King Dead 42 in chesses, and the other half of our star citizen friend group, including me, met their partners and got married. I don't know what that means. I don't, did you meet through star citizen, or did you meet in the time that you've been waiting for that game? <laughs> I think so, because King Dead earlier said a friend of mine kicked money to the game over 10 years ago, and he's died since then. Oh, yeah. Which Jesus. that is like fucking crazy. Well, first off, recipes to your friend. Second off, that is crazy how long of a span that is. Like, I don't like. I'm afraid to like give money to a thing that'll happen like three weeks from now because I'm like, I might die. I don't want to preload <laughs> this game. What if I die before then? I'm gonna look dumb. What if my switch break. <laughs> You'll forget about it anyway. <laughs> well, if I'm dead, I'm gonna forget about it. Yeah. I'm alive, Nick. Um, you know, you know this, what game have I been waiting ten years for? A good Halo game. Yeah. Why do you have to say it? <clears throat> I mean, literally asked the question. <laughs> you literally asked the question. I answered it. Yeah, perfect dark. Uh, <laughs> we, we all we all got one. <laughs> yeah, we all got one. Oh, they keep my, mine. Keep delivering. Like Zelda, <laughs> hell yeah. Mario, hell yeah. New Final Fantasy VII, Speaking hell yeah. Is Half Life Three, but at least Half Life Three, as far as we know, isn't even in development. <laughs> yeah, I mean Half Life Two isn't even that good. Ooh, I'm not allowed to say that on stream. Sorry. Sorry. Uh, yeah, Persona 6. I'm waiting. I'm, waiting. I'm very excited for Persona 6. <laughs> I was supposed to say that Half-Life thing. I was supposed to pick that as we go on to Mario. Uh, Mario is the second half of our uh, pizza pie. <laughs> um, you know what? Spider-Man's in the New York, and then Mario Italian. Boom. It fits. Italian-Americans. Yeah. Two biggest Italian-Americans. I don't think Peter Parker's Italian. <laughs> no, I just mean New York. What is what is, what is, what is Peter Parker? Just New Yorker, <laughs> New Yorker. <laughs> he's, he's probably like like Irish and Swedish. Or something. I, I feel like <laughs> just, just some random <laughs> strays over the Snake in the Garden, Darren and Honey Money. Holy, no, I'm holy! Just, I'm just saying it's a mix that you're like, why? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Waspies. Yeah, I got it. I got gotcha. you. <laughs> he's actually I'm that from, mixed. He's actually from mixed. Canada. Um, that's why he's so apologetic. Yeah, that's why he apologizes he's so, for everything. He's so apologetic. No, the, apolo- um, the, the apologetic one is uh, uh, Arrow. Miles? No, oh. Green Arrow. Yeah, you ever Green watch- Arrow's in that game? 
No, he's not in the game. Oh, you're talking about the TV the, show? The, yeah, the TV show. Because every time you hurt oh. somebody, they're like, it's okay, Oliver. You you did what you had to do. And Oliver's like, no, I hate, I hate myself. <laughs> he was a murderer in that shit. <laughs> Good. He's shooting people with metal-tipped arrows. They better be dying. <laughs> he was just Batman. Uh, like, they, they made a Batman they didn't, show they didn't, Green Arrow in this place. Yeah, if they didn't want him to kill people, they should have given him a Nerf arrow. arrow. <laughs> Nerf arrow. <laughs> I, don't think, that I, think, he, I well. think eventually he switched to that. Like someone was like, "Hey, it's bad to kill people." He was like, "Oh, really? My bad." And at that, from that point forward, he was just stunning, folks. I guess. Yeah. Uh, he says, "According to Cora, Peter Parker is originally Irish Roman Catholic. Originally, originally, yeah. spider. He has never been to church, except that one time he tried to kill Shocker with the venom suit on." <laughs> Yeah, doesn't he you can't does, go to church anymore. He's trying to fucking kill Shocker in a church. Doesn't he fight Carnage in a sh- church? He fights a lot of people in churches because they have bells. <laughs> yeah, that's like a classic. That's a classic. I think that Shocker thing was a symbiote thing, right? Yeah, yeah that was a symbiote episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So find me a combination that loves that that works together more than uh, a symbiote and church. Because church got the biggest bells in a city. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Mario, uh, it's, it's great. <laughs> No, it is a really good time. I haven't played, I haven't put a ton of time into it, but those first introductory levels and this whole wonder mechanic, which very much on the surface seems like sort of a gimmick, is like, oh, that's dumb. You get a flower and something happens. Like, it sounds really dumb if someone were to describe that to you. But in practice, it's oh, super delightful. Sending a person down a, a metal tube to a fantasy land doesn't <laughs> sound dumb. <laughs> I think like the core idea of like all of our levels a twist halfway through. Yeah, I just yeah, I mean as a gameplay, especially uh, some of the first ones, like you feel like this is kind of a cop out. Like one is like a little musical. There's a couple I think they're like a little musical numbers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The second then, level with the plants. Yeah, but then it's like all right, well, it's a little musical number, but they're also throwing kind of a little bit of a gameplay thing at you. Like it's it's nothing super serious. Like Marty was saying, like it's not a very difficult game. Like it's not very challenging in that way. But it's consistently just delightful. Like it's fun to run around those platforms with it. Like I can't wait to play with my kid. I haven't gotten a chance to yet. But I, I know he's gonna friggin' lose his, his little mind. Yeah. <laughs> when all that stuff starts going down. Yeah, and it just has a just every like I was just fucking grinning ear to ear all weekend. Uh, yeah. Uh, like and and it's not terribly long. There's not a ton of post game, but that's like totally fine. Like this is a game that like I fucking loved front to back. It's it's just jammed with creativity. I loved every time I'd see a new wonder flower and be like, what is this going to do? And then it does something crazy. And I'm like, this is really clever. Like a, it feels like a, uh, feels like Nintendo being able to kind of, uh, kitchen sink, just a ton of ideas into this game. Yeah, and like not it just allows to, you to do like, whatever. Yeah. And it doesn't have to be like, this is the core mechanic that we need to, this is ultra hand. Our entire game has to be built around ultra hand. Sure. Or, like- um, body possession wow he yeah just, exactly he just threw his own shade <laughs> um, on tears of the kingdom after he got mad at casey and i throwing shade last week no 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 that wasn't shade that was just like it i don't know that sounded that like is, you built your entire game on wonder hand why'd you do that first off it's called ultra hand now. Well, ultra hand. <laughs> uh, first you off, know what i'm just gonna go away now no i'm saying that allows them to yeah do, i know instead i know of <laughs> yeah, yeah. the single idea and i was a little worried because like i'm not crazy about the elephant i'm gonna say this the elephant's fine. Not crazy about it. I, yeah, it I doesn't do anything crazy. Yeah, the character is just—it's heavier and slower. And I'm like, I want to. When I'm Mario, I want to. I want to be like fast. Like the cool thing about the Tanuki suit in three, the cape in four, 
cat suit in world was it uh it, it expanded your movement capabilities whereas right. the elephant seems to restrict them a little bit um however it does, it does allow you to just knock stuff out of the way which yeah yeah has no basis in like a platformer but is yeah. like i i know exactly why it works it's because kids hate stuff in their way yeah <laughs> kids are like i just want to go so this just, just pushes wanna, everything away from me i just want to absolutely Smash. Yeah, so like I get it, like, I understand the appeal, um, and it front loads a lot of elephant stuff. Like, there's a couple stages in the first like world or two that are like, oh man, these are like elephant centric. Just <laughs> going further in the game, I just started ignoring the elephant thing. <laughs> I was just like, I'm just gonna ignore this. I'm gonna use fire flowers and my cool drill hat, and this is all I'm gonna use. And then when I finished the game and was clearing it up to unlock the final couple things, I was like, all right. I need an elephant power in this room. However, you get one of the badges, and there's one of the badges that um, you can buy late in the game where every power-up you collect turns into blank, and so you can buy the elephant badge. And so if there's one level where it's like, you definitely need an elephant badge to collect the, the, the big coins, you can buy this badge, and uh, every item you collect in the level will just turn you into an elephant. No matter what it is. And so, like, you put that badge on, and you're like, oh, this is good for me to clear the level. Whereas in normal ones, I was like, oh, I want the double jump, or I want the crazy wall climb, and or the grappling hook. And that's the other thing, is, like, the badges introduce a lot of really cool movement mechanics that you you, you could pick one going into levels, and by the end of the game, you're like, this is, like, really cool. They've expanded Mario's uh, 2D vocabulary, I guess. Yeah, I'm kind of... Uh mixed on the whole badge concept because it's a thing we've seen in uh not a ton of platformers but more so in like metroidvanias where it's like th these are kind of like optional synergy abilities that help you in like combat or traversal or or exploration and whatnot like and mario and being Hollow yeah like hollow knight is like the big one for that sort of thing but like mario being you know a level-based just straight up 2d platformer it's like yeah you probably don't need in all of these abilities, like one, it's there for sort of like accessibility. Like if you're having trouble doing something, like you can put on a badge that'll help you get around it. But like, I kind of wish because some of them are cool. Like you get like a like the one wall wall kick or whatever. You get like the glider hat or whatever. Like you should just be able to do all this stuff, and then they should make the level incorporate these things or like or like how they do the challenges, like how you get some of the badges. Like all right, use this thing because this level is built specifically for this thing. Like, that's the sort of stuff that I feel like really takes advantage of that sort of a mechanic. This feels, and again, like, it, the whole skill level forward is, is aimed at, a like, kind of a, a much easier sort of a skill level. But, like, it's it's optional, it feels like. Like, I could probably play the entire game without interacting with any of the bad stuff, and that seems like a waste. Yeah, it does. Um, when I talk about how the game doesn't have, like, a super in-depth post-game, I feel like they could have gone in and had levels where maybe it was like you have these three badges in this crazy level, the one right. that you're constantly jetting forward, the one where you can do a wall scramble and the grappling hook. Now get through this crazy course. And that yeah, I feel like stuff like that would have been like super fun. At yeah. Least to me. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, I, I agree with that. Um, but yeah, for me, that's uh, I, I have mostly minor quibbles with the game. It's, I think, in my opinion, easily the best 2D Mario game since the Super Nintendo. I'm not a big fan of the new Super Mario games, so um, that wasn't yeah, that hard of a bar to clear for me. Um, but yeah, it's just delightful, really clever. Um, and if this is the last proper year of the Switch, um, which 
I'm going to be honest, maybe it's not. (laughs) There's no no way we know. Um, Having uh, Zelda and this and uh, Mario RPG and and, um, stuff like that, it's been just a good, good ass year for the Switch. Hmm. Yeah. I, uh, I mean, keep coming. I've been playing uh, on and off the original Mario Galaxy because I never played that. Ooh, that's mm-hmm. a I, I like it, um, but I find like the constant camera shifting like kind of annoying and frustrating. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I'm having a hard time sticking with it because like I, I get I like the idea of it. I just feel like it can get more frustrating, especially like the platforming <clears> that requires like you need to think that through 60 movement. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's still times, there's like certain bosses that are on just orbs, and I'm like, I'll get behind the orb, and I'm like, I don't know where what I am or I what I need I'm to doing. hit in order to leave, in mm-hmm. order to get back to like being on the front side of this thing. Um, yeah. And I feel like it might be, if you didn't play it originally, it might be weird to go back to after um, Odyssey just gave you free reign. Yeah. For the entire game. Yeah. yeah. Ga- Galaxy bored the shit out of me. I played it. Oh, wow. to, I played it to completion, and that game made me feel like I might be done with Mario. <laughs> like, I was like wow. after this one, I think I'm not a Mario guy anymore. So I was skipping everything until yeah, I, until Odyssey came around. I'm kind of thinking about skipping it and going to Galaxy Two just because I've heard that one's way better. Yeah, it just kind of picks up like the first one ends, and the second one picks up the ball and just goes more creative and like crazier and harder levels and like I don't know, it just feels like more fleshed out concept. Yeah, yeah, like taking a hot beat, making a hot song, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, Bowser's Fury is also the secret best one, which I wish they would just sell separately from the 3D 3D World one. But that is that little game that they created and added when they ported 3D World to the Switch. Right. Uh, I don't think like, I have that. So good. Hmm. Like, I just replayed it on a stream, and I'm like, this is like, it, it, it might be the best 3D Mario game ever. Like, and I know but that's you, But you said you didn't like odyssey like at all like you were no i didn't i'm not i'm not crazy about Odyssey. man this thing like when we talk about like impressive little open worlds like this like that game has an impressive little open world it all takes place in the single archipelago of islands and um how the islands change the whole the whole uh crux of the thing is that there's a kaiju bowser who slowly descends into the water and once he fully descends or just the opposite ascends from the water yeah and then once he gets out of there it gets like dark and he fucking attacks and like the world terraforms and there's certain paths that are blocked there's new things you can open and then you beat him and then he goes back in like hibernation for another 20 30 minutes and it's like it's just this really great ebb and flow that's just super fun just great stuff well done nintendo you're doing great no notes i'm not just gonna go hands no, just keep making, keep making it. People are, all, people are happy with me <laughs> not liking Galaxy. I, I like oh, yeah, it. People I, love Galaxy. I'm not thrilled with that. Yeah, I, I like it. It's just I, I find the controls of it frustrating at times. Boring, guys. Get over it. KC. Oh, they're probably, well, yeah, why are you mad at me? Be mad at KC. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, well, just one, one more thing I want to point out is that this, this 2D Mario was made by, like, not rookies, but like it has new directors, right? Like this wasn't like Miyamoto. This was Tezuka and uh, I'm sorry, what was the other dev's name? But they're, they're two guys who worked with Miyamoto back all the way back for like a lot of the earlier 2D Mario games. And like now they're running the show. Yeah, That's what I heard. It, it's something crazy that um, they said five people made the original Super Mario Brothers um, in 1985. And four of those people worked on this game. 
I don't know what happened to the fifth dude. He might be dead. Someone's asked me. Everyone's like, "Who? What happened to the fifth dude?" And I'm always like, "I don't know." And I feel like I should just research that. Have an yeah, maybe just that, look into that. Snoop. Um, so he's either dead, or he didn't work on it, or he left Nintendo. But that just <laughs> also goes to show. I think one of the reasons Nintendo has um, done so well over the decades is they retain and nurture. Yeah, and that is we see this sort of uh, churn all throughout yeah. the industry and like all these other games that are spiritual successors to this, that, and the third is because those people left. They're like, I just wanted to keep doing what I was doing and they wouldn't let me. Yeah, like Nintendo yeah. lets their people do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, uh, yeah. And they do a good job of, uh, sort of nurturing younger talent and people who had smaller roles on original games are now directing, uh, you know, later games and you see mm-hmm. that with, uh, everything. And so, yeah, that's, uh, that's cool. Um, yeah. Uh, before we move on to uh, other stuff we've been playing and watching, uh, Archie Magooch, been a member for a year, $2 dono. How do you go from Hungry Rider to Full Fridge? If you mean literally f- food-wise, like how do I get paid to write <laughs> and so I can stop eating ramen and make a bunch of money to have a full fridge? Um, I don't even think I'd make enough money to have a full fridge. <laughs> 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 I do little girls shopping. Um <laughs> it, I mean, if if you're just getting started writing, if that's what you're asking, um, I would uh, pitch, 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 cast a wide net, um, write, start a start a start a blog, get your. Um, I'm assuming if you're talking about nonfiction writing or fiction writing, um, just always be writing. Have a nice sort of central location for your best stuff that you can highlight, that you can point people to, or specific documents that you can point people to um even if stuff wasn't published um just the fact that you put in the work and did a thing can uh often do enough also start a youtube channel just because you said that that's also a good trait to have if you're trying to get into this side of things yeah if you have it's good things to say <laughs> not gonna rage bait <laughs> oh, I mean, and, oh, and part of that is like marty said is writing like the more you write i feel like eventually you learn like how to write better yeah you know like get feet like seek feedback and actually listen to it like you're probably not as good as you think you are and even the stuff that's really good could probably use some more work but like be open to criticism you don't have to listen wholeheartedly to whatever other people say but be open to criticism i think that helps a lot and also um if you if you are like concerned about like oh this is not paying the bills this writing thing um like it's 2023 you might just have to get another job like, like I'm, I'm not saying stop writing, but you might have to get another job so that you can put food in the fridge. <laughs> yeah, I think I got second income. I think a lot of people like in freelance games writing kind of want it to be their full time thing and just don't realize how difficult that is. Yeah, because <laughs> uh, you know, like not not to say like people are, uh, you know, I guess a lot. It feels like a lot of people on Twitter are like, I deserve to make all my money doing this writing. I was like, it just doesn't work that way. <laughs> Like, I mean, they they could very well be right, but yeah, like yeah. Well, somebody has to want that, your work. That's the problem. <laughs> so it just like that other people won't feel the same. <laughs> my uh, yeah, my pers- my perspective on that is it's quite quite different, just because like I didn't I lived in the Midwest and started my own websites and everything. So like, as long as you're not if you're doing it like as a hobby to learn and get into the space, like I wouldn't I wouldn't say no to volunteering for some websites to kind of write with them but only if they have people that are going to teach you to write better and edit your work and not just use you for free traffic because back when i when i had to run volunteer sites like damon and lachlan who still work with us right were english teachers and they basically taught me how to write and along with a lot of other people that went and got bigger jobs elsewhere 
There you go. So, Damien, yeah. I, I like, was just talking did, to Damien. I did that writing for free shit back in the day, too. <laughs> I, was, I was always, I, I was just laughing with Damien and Lachlan because I was like, holy shit, guys. I've known you both for 15 years and we've never met in person. That's wild. You better go to that man's house. <laughs> They're in Australia. <laughs> My point's still staying. I've never been closer now that our parent. You guys don't have a sleep. Well, I've never, I've never been closer now that our parent company is Australia. <laughs> <laughs> Still in Kansas City, you're not you're not in Australia. But uh, but now I have a reason to like actually go to Australia. <laughs> Winter's nice season. When I get when I get fired at some point, we couple that goal. There's <laughs> now a sixty thousand dollar goal to get everyone to Australia. Ah, uh, 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 says Nick. Eventually, gets so good at writing. Got retweeted by Kojima. That is true. <laughs> That's yeah, true. The king of writing himself. Yes. Dear Kojima-san, what do you think of these ports? Please, please tell us. Why do I have to agree to a Eula every time I load them? As uh, Arthur, thank you so much for the donation. While I can't be here now, here's something for future me. Beware of your yoga instructor. He'll put you in a very awkward position. But but um, beautiful. Nick, well you ever do yoga? Downward dog? I, no. I do need. I need. I, I'm trying to. I keep meaning to do it this week. I've just been busy, but I need to set up my first chiropractor appointment. Yeah, there you go. Get some yoga. Put some needles. Chiropractor are a scam as far as I'm concerned. Ooh, shit. (laughs) Did they break Uh, your back? No, I went to one because I I have a long running back thing. And like, it would have been fine if they they were straight up with me. It was like, hey, we'll try some stuff and we'll see how it works. But this, this lady was like, I know exactly what's wrong and this will fix it. And then when it didn't, I was like, what the f <laughs> like so you just lied to my face you could have been like we will try <laughs> and i'd have been okay with the result because i'm like we're just shooting the shit here she's like no look at this 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 right here this is the problem i can fix this she's full of shit but i've watched an instagram influencers fa- save people's <laughs> lives <laughs> you tell me the internet's a no, lie there's no way that's fake <laughs> he even puts a, he even he even puts a microphone where he's making the pop so it sounds really loud and satisfying i want that <laughs> <laughs> I've been sold. I'm, I'm, I'm so sh- sure that those sounds are fake as shit. No, <laughs> like the loudest goddamn big. pop you ever heard in your life. No, I, I, yeah, I'm, I don't expect it to fix anything. I just need a like realignment, <laughs> and that is like something they can do. Yeah. No, yeah, it can it can feel good like having them stretch you and like crack bones. Like I, I crack all my knuckles and kneecaps, whatever, all day long. Oh, like, yeah, because I do all sorts. Of yeah, yeah. Kind of, like when I when I had a rib at a place, a chiropractor probably would have fixed that because <laughs> it was like out of place. Like me to hospital, honestly. No, yeah, I did. It was out of place, and I went like multiple times for X-rays, and I'm like, I am in like sharp ass pain. It feels like somebody's stabbing me in the chest, and they're like, Nope, nothing's wrong. I'm like. Okay, so then I go to my physical therapist and the, we did an axe chop thing and all of a sudden you hear, and then that was it. And I was like, it never hurt again. I was like, man, that could have been solved by somebody just stretching me out. <laughs> yeah, so do yoga, I think, was the solution to your problem. <laughs> oh, yeah, we had, well, yeah, you and, uh, and Zara Arthur, you can go to yoga. I, I'm not a, I, don't, I, don't, I don't like doing downward dog. You do upward frog. You do whatever you want. Upward frog. Upward frog. I got a bunch of positions. <laughs> I got all sorts of positions. Pick whatever one you yeah. like. It's like Baskin Robbins. Uh, Undead Commander, welcome to Early Access as well. Uh, one other stuff. Uh, Casey, you uh, reviewed Ghost Runner 2. Yeah. And apparently it's very good. Tell us about it. Man, Ghost Runner 2 is a great effing video game. Yeah. Like, if... <sighs> there have been a lot of these this year uh, of games that prioritize... Um, like just feel and like mechanics, which is like 
I mean, that's what a video game is, right? You want you want to be engrossed in like the visceral action of pressing buttons and watching cool shit happen on screen. <laughs> um, but not in not in a way that some games like they they fake it. Like you press buttons and stuff happens without you. Like, no, like I have the intent to do this series of cool actions and then like it actually comes to fruition because like it's that responsive and it's set up in such a way that yes, it's like it's challenging and it's 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 difficult, but like once you nail it, it's like this feels so rewarding to get to the other side of this difficult situation. Like it was like Ghost Runner 2 um, is Mirror's Edge, it's Dark Souls, it's uh, what do you call it? Ghost Runner. No, it's like it's a platformer. <laughs> it's a platformer, I mean. Splatformer? Yeah, yeah, yeah. like okay. Super Meat Boy, like Celeste, like. Yeah, yeah. Um, I've never heard that term before, and it's so good. Whoever never made heard? that term, it's so yeah, good. It wasn't me, I didn't make it up. It's so good. You should lie and say it was don't, yours. don't, don't let Yahtzee <laughs> take the credit for that one. <laughs> no, I don't think it was Yahtzee, but I want to say it came. It came out around when Super Meat Boy got really big. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of splatting using. in that game. That would make sense. But um, but yeah, like it, it like the first game had that uh kind of down pat, and the second one just it it holds that as it, at its core, and it builds around it in like really cool ways. Like there's now like more of a world around you as opposed to just like going from like levels to level and mission to mission. There's a hub area with some of the characters who were just in your ear in the first game. Like you can see them in person and talk to them. Uh, the character models don't look the best, mm-hmm. but like the voice acting is all really good. Um, and the story is actually interesting. Um, like not all the time is interesting, but like the concepts that they're messing with, um, I actually found to, to be worthy of like attention. And like, I would go back to the hub and make the round and talk to every single person every single time I could. Uh, so I was actually very surprised to actually be that engaged with uh, what the game had to say, because outside of that, like, it's just fun as shit to play. Like they added um, uh, they added uh, the ability to block, which they also added stamina, which wasn't a, a thing in the first game. Um, but it's 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 not like how it's not in the case where, like, your stamina goes down and you can't do stuff. It's only really like your ability to block projectiles coming at you, which there aren't a ton of them. Like, you don't have to do that constantly. But it's super useful for the instances where it's like I'm trying to make an approach and this enemy, sh- you know, has a machine gun. Yeah. So it's like it gives you an act. Uh, it gives you time to basically plan what you want to do because like you can block and then you can like maybe jump out of the way or like slow mo dash to the side or whatnot. If you haven't been managing your stamina, you're kind of boned at that point. Yeah, but like it, it, stamina never felt like an issue okay. to me. Uh, and then there's even there's even like stuff in your skill tree to kind of maximize that, like doing certain things or just base your baseline stamina can be increased by you investing like skill points and stuff into it. So like if, if you are having trouble with that sort of thing, cause you're using it a bunch, you can make it stronger and bigger and better. Yeah. Is um, it a, is it a less <laughs> frustrating game than the first one? Cause I feel like the first one was just like frustrating for the sake of frustrating. <laughs> a, a little bit. Yeah. Um, like it's, it's definitely going to have those sections where it's like, Oh, I died like a hundred something times to like just mm-hmm. one area. Yeah. But um, they pared down some of, the they pared down some of the situations that were just less fun like mm-hmm. uh you they relied very heavily in the first game on like situations where like these enemies are super dangerous but they have shields on like opposite ends of the thing so like it makes sense okay i'm gonna prioritize these shields before i can deal with the enemies that stuff exists but it's fewer and further in between and that's not paired with like other kind of like bad combinations that make certain encounters just feel less fun and give you less options to do cool shit. Mm-hmm. And it's like, because 
because of the way this is arranged, you have to take out like maybe something before another thing. Whereas it always felt like I had options. Like I would approach a thing a certain number of times and be like, is there a better way to do this? And like, all I had to do was execute to actually make either thing work. Like, sure, like this works better for me now because it's handling whatever situation I'm looking at. Uh, like there, there's not a ton of enemy variety either though, like some of the enemies change midway through the game, but there is like a, a character model change to fit the story, but they kind of do the same stuff as earlier ones. Um, but that's but that that's less of an issue because midway through the game, uh, and you, they've seen the previews and stuff, you get a motorcycle. Yeah, I saw that. And that, like that motorcycle section is, it's like a big ass section where like all of a sudden you're now in like a, a pseudo open world and you have like different points that you can actually go and explore and like you can just travel between them freely. Um, you'd have to get off the motorcycle and like, do like kind of like little parkour things that then open up a gate to bring it. It's a lot like Arkham Knight, actually, how Batman would have the Batmobile and he had to do some stuff to like pull his car through with him. Mm -hmm. So as much as people hated the Batmobile, like Ghost Rider kind of does it right because you do cool ass shit with that motorcycle. Like you, you jump off of cliffs, you like grapple onto it. Like you can run it through enemies. Like you drive up the side of walls and down the <laughs> other, like it's that it's so freaking cool and fun to move that fast and still do ninja shit on that motorcycle. Like, I can't believe they made that work as well as they do. Uh, but then they, they do wrap that up, bring you back to the main hub world or whatever. Uh, they give you a wingsuit as well, which um, they, and they're really good at combining the combat stuff with just platforming chaos. So like when you have the wingsuit, it's like, all right, I'm flying, literally flying through like a, like a bunch of hazards, like these spinning saw blades and whatnot. And then I hit a, a rail like I'm Sonic and like I gotta throw ninja stars at these electric gates and then jump around and move around these uh, electric wires, or whatever. Like it's, it's, it's hard, but it's so freaking fun when you actually get through that stuff. And like, I, I want to play more of it. They put like a whole roguelike mini game in that game. So it'll keep generating sort of like I've, I've only gone through like that sequence, like maybe once or twice. Mm -hmm. So I don't know how varied it gets in terms of like the stuff it generates. Mm -hmm. But like I like I feel like oh I miss Ghost Runner. So like <clears> that's <throat> the thing you can just jump back in and play a bunch of and like it's freaking awesome. It's a it's a yeah. cool ass <laughs> freaking video game. <laughs> yeah, that's great to hear. Especially yeah. coming off like I mean, it's a very different genre, but like you playing a sequel to a game you really liked in Hot Wheels 2 and being like, you kind of just Yeah, they just did did a little bit very more. little yeah 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 um it's, it's cool to see that this one kind of takes what was a really great idea in the first game that had some rough edges and seems to sand them down and have something really cool but yeah it's getting like universal praise people are like they knocked it out of in another right? month in any other month this would have been like talked about way more but it's kind of kind of you know <laughs> releasing in the yeah. shadow of giants which has been the story of this year i yeah. guess in a nutshell all the games you love and review are released in the shadow of giants <laughs> um yeah that's cool here i want to i want to try that out as well uh hey, you've been you've been watching or playing anything else you got to play some tekken right yeah the tekken 8 uh network test was going on this weekend i played like maybe an hour and a half um i told marty uh earlier that i didn't want to say this out loud but i'm gonna say it anyway because i don't care <laughs> uh like honestly like after like i've played some tekken not not super long ago but i played some tekken 7 with friends and whatnot but tekken I know it has a big pro scene and everything and like you can literally make anything meta but like tekken feels like baby's first fighting game to me like it's it's so 
basic in terms of what you do. And like, it looks really pretty. And like, um, it, it's got all these sort of mechanics that are like other games. Like it has like sort of like the fatal uh, attack thing for Mortal Kombat where you just press a button and do like a, a big ass cutscene um, beat down. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's got, uh, well, Tekken has always had like a rage mode where you just do more damage when you're low on health. But it has uh, one button parries, which um, Street Fighter Six just introduced. Um, that same button also has a similar drive uh, impact sort of thing where like you can do a parry and then you can do sort of like just uh, like a heavy armor, a super armor attack on the opponent that goes into like his own little animation or whatnot. And they, they introduced their version of modern controls, which I was very intrigued by because I'm like, as, as a fighting game, uh, not noob, but like wannabe pro, <laughs> It's like, hey, is this a is this a way to sort of uh, meet that skill gap? And like, they take a very interesting approach because it doesn't feel like it doesn't feel like you can do any of the base stuff. Because like Tekken Tekken system is every face button is a limb, so like you control the left arm, the right arm, the left yeah. leg, the right leg, and then your combos are just based around you know different inputs of that stuff. The what they call I think stylish mode, I think is what it's called, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, one button is for just doing a, a combo. Another button is to do like your, your special counters or whatnot. And another button is to do like, like a special attack move. Like, mm-hmm. like characters that have fireballs or whatever, but they'll have like, just like a really strong attack that has like a ton of knockback or whatever. Yeah. But the thing is you can switch between regular mode and stylish mode mid match anytime you want. Like there's a oh. button dedicated to just switching back and forth. That is cool. So it's like, okay, I want to do a combo right now, but that combo has like a very awkward starting move. So instead I'm just going to use the jab with one button to actually start it and then press another button as sort of part of a pseudo combo to get back to the, the thing that's going to let me press one button and finish the rest of the combo. Interesting. And like, it's, it's interesting. Yes. But I feel like this is not going to help anybody new. <laughs> like yeah, this, that's another thing you're going to. Yes. Judge. It's like you, yeah, someone has to basically know what they want to do outside of that thing. Cause it's super limited what you can do with the stylish mode though it's easier to do those things with it. Mm-hmm. But like, you do need a bunch of shit that you're missing from the base style. Like, so like someone's going to have to learn two styles. Honestly, if they're going to make use of it, which I don't know if that's a great idea, but, but yeah, outside I, of like the core combat, like it adds all these really cool things that just all fighting games should be adding. Like, uh, apparently you can download a match that you fought and actually go into about like 10 or so seconds of the match and try to do something different. Like if you lost in that match, you can oh, take control in that moment and then try to do something different to see how it would have turned out. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's that's like uh, creating like an alternate universe kind of thing. Yeah, like it's it's that's just mind breaking to like be able to do something like that. But also like if you're getting your ass kicked by somebody and you're like you're really salty and they like leave, <laughs> You can actually fight their ghost, which will apparently download their fight uh, tendencies. <laughs> and like you can continue to fight against uh, an AI that fights like that person. That's cool. That's cool. That's really cool. Yes, like that stuff is dope. And like I would love if other games did stuff like I mean, Smash technically does that with like uh, figure fighters. Like you can train an amiibo to kind of fight like oh, you. Yeah. But like they don't re- they don't make good use of it. And it's not a thing you can really utilize online much at all. Yeah. But um, but yeah, I like that sort of stuff. I love so like Tekken definitely 
Tekken definitely caters to like that hardcore fighting community. But honestly, like I feel like it's it's fighting engine is very archaic. Like it's arcadey in that like the early days of arcade, and they've not really changed from that. So like yeah. going back to it, like it, it feels old and and <laughs> it, it feels young at the same time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I uh, it, it's, it's for babies. Sorry. You gonna is your friendship with Yokina Cat gonna be over? Uh, she doesn't know this. I'm, I'm sure she's not watching this, and I will never say this in front of her because she's she's a freaking Tekken. <laughs> she's a te- yeah. She's she's trying to be pro right now, so like yeah. She, she's not gonna hear any of that. Harada tattoo. Um, <laughs> we all have a Harada tattoo. Uh, yeah, Tekken Eight coming. Uh, that's one of the first big games of next year, I think, coming January. 20, yeah, but Tekken fans will eat it up for sure. Like Tekken yeah. fans are gonna gonna love it because it's it's just more Tekken. Hell yeah. Uh, Nick, you been playing? Uh, yeah, I, uh, I think I mentioned last week I was getting uh, MedQuest 3 from Meta, and uh, so I've been messing around with that. Uh, so, I, yeah, I've been playing a lot of different experiences on it. It's the smoothest wireless headset I've had, because I've had a Quest 2, and Quest 3 is definitely a step above that for sure, especially in performance and everything. Um, so, tracking's, like, really good. Haven't had any issues with it. Um Obviously, I actually have room in my house to like play VR like it's meant to be played with like room scale instead of stationary. Mm-hmm. So haven't haven't broken my face on a wall yet. I'm sure that's coming. Uh, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> yeah, I've been playing like a. I got sent like a bunch of games for it. Um, so one of them, I keep forgetting the name of it because it is the most generic name for a game I think ever. But it's a like basically a first person dungeon crawler. Um, let me see if I can find it really quick. Um, Kingsfield. No, it's yeah, it's a first-person dungeon crawler, like a, a roguelite first-person dungeon crawler. Dungeons of Eternity. That's like the most basic name you could probably have for a video game. Um, but in VR, it's like it's a whole new experience. Like you know, the combat and everything is is actually really good, and like there's platforming and like there's free movement and stuff like that. So um, I was let my 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 roommate use his Quest Two or my Quest Two headset. We were playing co-op in a dungeon crawler in VR, and so like you know he'll see me run out of nowhere and just stab a guy down, and then you know he's he's fighting a guy, or I'll be off in the distance shooting him with arrows while he's you know got getting surrounded by people, surrounded by skeletons and stuff like that. There's even like like almost souls like boss fights in it, and doing that in VR when you're like blocking the sword and stuff, and and having to jump over swings and stuff is really neat. Um, the platforming stuff is like the really fun though, because I, I wish I wish I was able to record it. So my roommate has never used VR, and I kind of just put him in the deep end with like a very VR game, <laughs> where you know it expects you to know how to move and climb and do all this stuff in that environment. So like, there's this area like um, um, a chain. Where you have to like climb up the chain and then mm-hmm. push yourself off the chain to jump on the ledge. It took him like 20 minutes. <laughs> So I'm just they watching. Gotta, they should sell that game with a chain, like a real chain. You can <laughs> in your house. I'm literally just, I'm like, like watching him in VR. Like I'm standing up on the edge with my VR controllers at my side. I'm just like looking down at him in VR. <laughs> I'm like, you're gonna get up here eventually, bro. <laughs> and that, that's like what makes VR so special. It's like these stupid interactions like that. Yeah, so yeah. you know, I'm sitting. You know, he's taking so long. I'm like sticking my ass over the edge, and you know, somehow the headset's like tracking my full body movements. <laughs> so he's cli- so he's. I was, cli- gonna, I was gonna ask, what does that look like? Like what? Like he has like a full character. Yeah, model you, you, you have a full see. character model, and, and it follows like all your movements, even like crouching, oh, crouching or laying down, and all that. Like it can track all that. I don't know how, but it does it. Um, Magic. So that one was really cool. 
And then I, I also um, got a VR game that came out recently called Pro Era, NFL Pro Era 2. So it's literally NFL in VR. And like you literally you hold your controllers together as a quarterback and you click them. And then you have to like actually grab the ball from like getting either um, shotgun back to you or, or, or whatever. And then you, you know, like literally throw the ball to the player. And like depending on how hard you swing your arm is how far the ball goes. Um, so it's like it's just you're the quarterback though yeah yeah i mean you you can like quarterback you sneak be like an offensive lineman and just like put your hands up <laughs> yeah. and like push another big dude who doesn't exist you can i want to i'm going to play like a wide receiver or running that'd back cool. that'd be pretty that'd cool be, yeah but you can uh you can quarterback sneak in and stuff like that so you you can run and like it's kind of goofy like you hold the ball <laughs> i can't imagine what that feels like having to, I have to do the book like oh that's funny as hell yeah it's, it's, it's brotherly shove uh i don't you know, know. I, no no that's the thing philadelphia does now where it's a quarterback sneak but a bunch of big dudes are behind the quarterback oh just push them forward yeah. yeah it's called the brotherly shove um, great name but yeah, if they're, they're thinking of outlawing it. Which if they do that, I'm never watching football again. Oh, I think <laughs> I saw that news story. Yeah, trying to ban it. They're trying uh, to take our. They're trying to take our freedoms. Is it? I mean, does it feel like cheating? Like, is that what's going on? Should, or, stop it! Why then. can't why can't they just <laughs> pick, why up? can't they just pick up the quarterback and like throw him? He's a he's usually man. a whole, he's yeah, he's usually just a grown man. <laughs> you're man. Well, they have uh, well, there's nothing rule book says a dog can't be quarterback. <laughs> throw the dog. Um, but yeah, so you have like a, a horse jockey be your next quarterback, and then <laughs> some of the uh, other VR games that I had, I, I haven't gotten a chance to try yet. Well, I, I've played before on the Quest Two. I haven't played on the Quest Three. Is like the Climb Two, which is Crytek's most recent VR game, which is just it's free climbing in VR and like platforming levels, and that game's actually kind of a workout. <laughs> Surprisingly, you wouldn't think like just like lifting your arms and climbing, but then like you get so immersed in it because you're in VR, like. I don't know, like you feel like you're actually like pulling yourself forward and stuff and like your arms and shit get tired. Maybe I'm just fat and out of shape. I don't know. No, you're getting no, this. No, <laughs> that, that motion definitely makes your arms tired. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like having to just hold your hands up. Uh, it sucks. Been playing. Nick, have you played sushi, Ben? What's that? Oh my God, it's the only, I'm literally. It's, it's in VR? It, up. it is. I'm putting, I put it in the chat. Sushi, man? It is, uh, it, sushi, Ben. It is, uh, it is uh, like a, a, a it's like you're living inside of a, a waifu manga with oh. fishing, and you run a fishery. <laughs> uh, but it kind of looks like Mega Man Legends, but you're like inside of a manga. And let me tell you, very excited for this. <laughs> it's out. I don't even know what I mean by very excited, but like I might spend five hundred dollars. Oh, play. I've been seeing this the, yeah. with the like the 3D like comic book panel stuff. Ooh, yeah, Bone yeah. Labs on sale for twenty eight bucks. Bought. <laughs> I sent you fucking sushi. Yeah, man. but guns. <laughs> There's a problem. There's a problem with video games. Um, no. There you go. MetaQuest. Do you need a computer for MetaQuest? You don't. Quest no, it's completely wireless. It, it solves everything right on the headset. God, what a time to be alive. Um, yeah, so I've been playing Beat Saber on that. I have I have other games I haven't even gotten a chance to try yet. I got like the Seventh Guest VR, which is like a horror puzzle game in VR. We've seen trailers for that multiple times on uh, shows it's and stuff. Classic horror game. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, definitely gonna be. Playing more more VR, and it's also got the the pass through now too. So Quest Two has pass through, but it's like in grayscale. This one's like full yeah, color, it's like black and white. So like one of the Don't one of the are you gonna take it to a bar? No, fuck no, I'm not wearing this to a, a bar. I'm, get a brewski. I'm still while drinking through. I'm trying to I'm trying to get married, man. Like I'm not gonna. 
<laughs> trying to get married? Well, yeah, just, skip, even just, just skip the whole dating thing and get married. It's fine. It works out for everybody. Yeah, but if you go out with your meta, people will know that you got... I was about to say you have enough money for a meta, but you got some for free. So. <laughs> <laughs> no poor ass is going to be able to afford a meta. Um, <laughs> Uh, I I ask, but can you still connect to the PC for VR titles? Yes, you can. You can. You just need the like, whatever cable. I don't know what it's called anymore. Maybe it still has a, the Wi-Fi thing, though, right? Yeah, like yeah, because there was a Wi-Fi option with the with Meta Two. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's there's, but as oh, I was I, saying, I, there's pass through on it. So like one of the really cool things, just to sign into the headset, like it, it, you can pull up a QR code on your Meta app on your phone. And then you don't even have to take the headset off. You just hold it up to your headset and it scans the QR code through your face. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's really cool. Oh, this is great. They need uh, games. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know what? You know what needs game? The fucking Valve Index, because I want to use that. But Half-Life Alex is the only the game. VR headsets do you have? I have three right now. That's I had four, but I gave my, I gave my Oculus Rift to my buddy. <laughs> Headsets. It is. Headsets. There's too many cables. Uh, quintuple with a two dollar donut. Nick, please play NFL VR game on stream. How come <laughs> you're not streaming these VR games? What's going on? We got to make capital C content. I haven't even been. St- I just got back to streaming this week. Leave me alone. We're not even gonna get to stream Uncharted tomorrow because we gotta play Alan w- or Friday. God damn it! Why is today Thursday? Alan Wake Two on Friday. <laughs> today's not Thursday. Today's Wednesday. I know. <laughs> what? I said why? Why? I said why is today not Thursday? <laughs> Playing charge tomorrow. We can't play Zelda because Jesse's gone. Jesse's got diarrhea or oh. something. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> he might have to have the Simnesia stream if I don't have diarrhea. He might. Uh, I don't think he has diarrhea. He just said he couldn't make it unless he plans his diarrhea far ahead. I, that's, uh, that's, 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 a, that's a you thing. Oh, I guess KC too. <laughs> yeah, we all play. Yeah, schedule and diarrhea. Got to submit a only uh, only, only only when I eat buffalo chicken dip. <laughs> Uh, the only thing i want to talk about you need to watch scavengers reign casey do you know about scavengers reign no what is scavengers reign oh my god it's on you got hbo still yeah yeah yeah. on hbo um scavengers reign is a new animated series that is like uh, oh i know what you're talking about i saw the trailer for this yes (laughs) i I, I sent it to my fiance yes so good dude it is so good nick i said this on recap you might even like it because it's uh, so this this new animated series. I believe three episodes are out. It's going to be twelve episodes. Uh, it's a sci-fi show about a couple survivors uh, on a spaceship who uh, are crash land into um, this alien world, and they're kind of separated. And it's about um, how the groups are surviving in this world. But it plays out like the animation feels like Mobius. That um, f- I believe the French artist that looks like that. Remember that game Sable? Yeah, it's that kind of art. Um, but the way the story unfolds is almost like a version of Planet Earth, the documentary, like through the lens of like kind of like Miyazaki. But you're like learning about the all the alien shit on the planets as they're surviving and everything. It's like alien in a capital A sort of way to where like everything seems so strange and foreign and you're trying to figure out like what does this creature do? Like how does oxygen work in this kind of a place? Um and a lot of the story is told non-verbally. It reminds me a little bit of Primal, the Jendi Tartakovsky um, joint, um, but just really, really fucking good. Um, yeah, this looks. Nice. This like, doesn't look like hardcore a anime. This looks like just an it's animated not anime. show. No, oh, it's not anime. Well, yeah, I like I like animated shows. That's why I said you might even like it. Oh. And, like it feels like that sense of exploration um, that like when you were t- people are telling stories about Starfield. Like I'm like this is the sort of like 
cool shit going on in this planet, meeting a bunch of weird creatures, what's going on with your AI companion, like, um, there's a bunch of individual stories, but it's also leading towards, like, are these people going to get rescued? Are they going to find their initial ship? Um, really good. I think three episodes are out now. It's going to be weekly, nice 20-minute bite-sized ones, um, only going to be one season. Yeah, the, the trailer reminded me a lot of Raised by Wolves, and I know, Nick, you were yes. there on that. So but like they canceled this, that. Yeah, it really sucks that they canceled it because that show was very weird but very good. Amazon save it. It's very similar vibes. I don't think they canceled. Did they supersell it? No, they, like, they were like. Well, they they they, like they put the they put the two seasons that existed onto they like Pluto or something, or something. Yeah. and yeah. then yeah, now they and then they canceled the third season because they're bastards. Dumb shit, junk. junk. Amazon yeah. save it like you save the Expanse. Amazon. The sci-fi, you didn't know what you had, idiots. Jeffrey Bezos, we need you. We love you. <laughs> Sci- sci-fi sci-fi like tried to cancel the one good show they've ever had i don't i don't i don't i don't acknowledge you battle star galactic <laughs> uh, do you guys have anything else or do you want to wrap up because you guys are gonna be back for a stream 25 uh, yeah minutes. look at that giving you plenty of time to shit shower and shave uh you guys will be back in 25 minutes with more uh, spook- spooktaculars with amnesia Mm-hmm. Uh, so tune in for that Casey what do you have going on outside of that uh, like we mentioned earlier I have a brand new review for Ghost Runner 2 you can check that out uh, as well as the last string of reviews I've been doing I've been on a roll uh, just video games coming out the wazoo so check out all the stuff um, and like Nick has mentioned earlier 3 Minute Reviews is getting its own channel so uh, make sure you're subscribed to that because soonish all of these games that are coming out will all be just going over there so uh, it'll be helpful to see if that actually, you know, captures the the hearts and minds of the YouTube algorithm. Yeah, all those, we're almost at five thousand subs, and we don't even have a video. Yeah, all the nice. all the ZP audience. Nice. Like, Nobody cares about your other content. Well, five thousand people care about three MRs, so you don't even need, you don't need to talk to them. Blow it out your ass. <laughs> Blow it out your ass. <laughs> they're not they're not worth it. You don't need to address them. Yeah, uh, Nick, what do you got going on? Uh, I guess I'm gonna have diarrhea later after amnesia the bunker. Um, oh, no. <laughs> uh, I, I really might because I, I for some reason I went and bought a bag of Cheetos puffs today. I don't know what's wrong with me. Cheetos puffs are great. Yeah, but I don't know why. It's just like the most random thing to buy at a gas station, and I bought it at a gas station. So, well, yeah. I don't, you know, I don't know. I just woke up and chose violence this morning. Uh, yeah. Other than that, uh, I'll be back Friday. So we're gonna skip Uncharted this week. We're gonna do. Uh, Alan Wake 2 uh, lunch day stream because I know everybody's super curious about it and also I just want to show off, I want to show off my 4090 with full ray tracing <laughs> I hope nothing goes wrong during that stream I've already I've already played it wrong and you have to play it cloud yes I hope the only thing that works is streaming it off a of switch uh, cloud uh, so yeah that'll be at 11am on Friday yes but uh, yeah go subscribe to the new 3 mr channel if you have not yet uh, first episode of Yahtzee Unscripted live stream was today, and the edited version will be out on Saturday, as well as a new episode of Adventure is Nigh for members, which I think they need to get Arden for that. I don't think they've got the thumbnail in for that. Omar! Uh, <laughs> Omar's definitely not watching. I, I think he can hear me. Uh, Omar does not give a shit about And then, this. yeah, we uh, just kind of like a small update on the business side of things. Uh, we we surpassed the internal milestone I set for, for us to hit this year two months ahead of schedule. 
So I uh, really appreciate all of you that have signed up for the Green Gang and premium memberships over on Patreon and everything like that. We're, we're, we're cruising along. We, it's our biggest jump we've seen in the last three years, in the past like, three weeks. So really exciting time for us right now. Incredible. And so, then, Thank uh, you guys so much. Yeah. All because of Devil May Cry. People are loving those streams. And uh, yeah, you're not going to be without new things to watch because uh, we announced it a couple weeks ago. But since you're here on Breakout, you get the exclusive if you haven't uh, uh, paid attention. But uh, we're rebooting Lost in Time into the ZP animated format. And you'll be seeing that very soon. Ooh, you will. Possibly on the spookiest day of the year. Possibly on the spookiest day of the year. About a spooky it's game. It's Halloween. Uh, it is about a spooky game. Uh, yeah, thank you guys so much. Um, Amnesia coming back in about uh, 20 minutes. No Zelda tomorrow because uh, Jesse is out. However, there will be Devil May Cry in the evening. Casey and I, we're getting close to the end of the game. Probably not finishing next week, but, or this week, but maybe next week. Maybe. Uh, and then Friday, yeah, like we mentioned, uh, we'll have uh, Charted and Alan Wake. Or Alan Wake and Sly Cooper. Alan Wake at 11 a.m., uh, Sly Cooper at 2, and then uh, Saturday. It's looking like it's happening again, guys. We got more Doken. Nick's, go- Nick's going away. Nick was trying to be like, hey, what if you guys play the Outlast Trials? And I was like, we're Doken. <laughs> Outlast Trials you can play any week. Dokapon, you need very specific scenarios. Outlast Trials next week. Well, absolutely Outlast Trials yeah, next why week. Not? That'll be great. We'll give but it a this, shot. Week, this week's for the Doke. Time to get um, that Doke on. Gotta get that Doke on. So thank you guys so much uh, for Casey and Marty. This was uh, for Casey and Nick. I guess I am Marty. I'm one of the three. You know what? Everyone go to hell. Uh, breakout episode number one, 108. Thank you guys so much. You're all wonderful, and we'll see you back here in 20 minutes. Bye. Uh, uh, see ya. See ya.